Your life experience, good or bad, is a gift when you share it with others. At Taxi Chronicles, we allow real riders with real stories to share their gift. So hopefully this episode will intrigue, enhance or inspire you. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have the lovely lady from Hertfordshire and she's going to tell us about garment making and advising people. So nice to have you here today. Nice to be here. So tell us, what's a typical day like for you in the garment industry and what is it exactly you do? So, um, yeah, so I am self-employed and my job is to... um, yeah, to advise brands on their the fit and the sizing of their clothes. So I'll get called in when um, a business needs to do uh, like fittings. So the designers like designed it all up and they get the first sample in from the factory. And then, um, so I go in and I've, there's a, a model and I go in with my sort of tape measure and my pins and um, yeah, so I do a, a dress fitting. And I might do that for a couple of hours and then I'll have to like go and like, um, just make a document for the factory like put a load of photos in tell them what we want for the next sample and um yeah then the factory make another sample so that's like the crux of it and then there's lots of admin that goes with it um which isn't as interesting but yeah it's cool okay so when you're designing this is it like you're thinking this is going to be for the large plus size person or this is going to be aimed at the cinema <coughs> person or well, so most brands work the same way. They you fit on a they call them a fit model, and they're normally a size ten. And then so you make that fit, and then um, it's called grading. Like you just grade up or down. But I think what's really good at the moment is that more brands are um, becoming like more interested in becoming inclusive to bigger sizes because I think bigger people have just been kind of ignored. Um, by a lot of brands so um yeah so that's a focus point which i think is good okay. do you deal with men's clothes as well no well not really um you sort of tend to um you tend to uh focus on women's wear men's wear and i've just sort of done more women's wear in my career okay. what's your background towards this like what did you study <clears throat> um so i i went to st martin's um years ago and I actually studied fashion history it was kind of designed for people who wanted to become journalists and like museum curators um but I kind of did the wrong I did the wrong degree really because it was academic and I think after doing the course I realized that I just I'm just not academic Mm -hmm. and I needed to do something hands-on but I had I just had no idea what I wanted to do so I left uni and I actually didn't um, figure out what I was going to do for a couple of years after I got back. Um, I went away travelling and got back. I was a bit lost. Um, and then it was a friend of mine who said, oh, listen, she was a buyer. She was like, there's this thing um, called Garment Tech. She was like, it's really hands-on. <clears throat> um, and I think, yeah, I think you'd really like it. So I, uh, I went and did work experience so I worked, I can't remember what I did, I did something like three days a week work experience, <clears throat> excuse me, and then I had a job in a call centre for like, I think I worked about six days a week, so I had a call centre job, and then I worked for free for this, um, uh, yeah, for this uh, company called Jaeger, I don't know if you know, it's like an old, well, I don't even they, don't know if they're still going, but it's an old British heritage brand, mm-hmm. um, and 
yeah, so I wasn't really qualified to do the job, but I just got on really well with the team. And they just offered me a job, and they were like, yeah, we know you're not qualified, but we like you. So, yeah, I was in. Okay. What have you learned that you wish you knew when you had started in this industry? Um, that nobody knows everything, and you never learn everything. Um, I think there's an element of, like, fake it till you make it. Like, I always worried that I didn't know enough and that I had to know everything and, oh, you have to be really good. And actually, I think the people who succeed just, they don't worry about that. And I think um, it took me a long time to figure that out, is that you don't have to know everything. You just have to know how to find it out, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think confidence is really important. Um, and some people just have that naturally, don't they? Mm-hmm. What kind of personality would someone need to have, especially if a younger person who's trying to get into the industry? Um, I think you have to be logical, methodical. Um, it's, it's kind of like a problem-solving job because it's not just fitting. It's um, You have to deal with fabric and fabric issues. You, can't, you do have to have quite a thick skin because fashion, retail, it can be... It can be a bit of a tough industry, um, but I think yeah, if you've got thick skin, if you're methodical, logical, um, I think yeah, I think you know, but you you would um, you'd be fine. But yeah, a background in pattern cutting or fashion of some some kind is obviously beneficial. And they definitely need to do a degree, or do they just can they just do an apprenticeship? Well. I reckon you could. I don't. I mean, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I reckon you could do an apprenticeship and, and get in. I actually don't think um, uni is that important. I don't know that I would go to uni again if I had my time again. Okay. I think it's fun, but I don't think it. I don't think it's like necessary. Okay. Well, thanks. You've been a great host. One last quick question: What's the impact you want to have on the world? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out at the moment. <laughs> That's the golden question. Okay then, well thanks a lot for that. And we wish you well. We hope you liked that Taxi Chronicles interview. Don't forget to share and subscribe to get the latest episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economies and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. Listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am British Standard Time.